It's the Greasy Greasy Capice podcast, featuring your host Scott McBride, Burt Bluewell, and the Chum Daddy Jack Capice. Enjoy the show. All right, Chum Daddy, welcome. Hey, Scott McBride. Thanks for having me on the podcast today. Yeah, man. How you doing? Good. Good. Just finished a uh, rec league co-ed softball game with 18 teammates. Probably the most frustrating. So so you said you got mercy ruled. Uh, Yeah, we made it it four innings before they made us leave the field with her. Oh, that's brutal. (laughs) Ah, Burt Bluewell, welcome. Hi, guys. How you doing? We were just discussing Chad's, you know, humiliating defeat today with his 18-team softball team. How did you bat, Chad? Uh, personally, I hit one really hard to outfield, and there was a guy waiting right under the ball when it got there. Sounds like you hit a, a casual pop fly to the left fielder. Uh, it was absolutely a pull hit, as you know I'm only capable of, with no deflex, all on <laughs> <laughs> And, um... Yeah, showing up. We showed up with the legal balls, and the uh, the umpire called us out on it. He came over and checked our balls. Not our Whoa. softballs. Oh, wow. uh, we didn't know any better. There's a special rule. Apparently, our balls are too hard. Mm. Um, little did he hard know that, that most of our team was going to either strike out or pop out to the pitcher. <laughs> so, Chad, Chad, with 18 people, you'll bat again in two weeks, three weeks? What do you think? Uh, hopefully by the end of October. All right. All right. So we'll talk again about how your batting's doing. Maybe you'll go two for two or one for two. I'll let you know about my next swing. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Okay, great. All right. Well, uh, cool. So we're in the, uh, you know, fleece by Capice league and uh, we thought it'd be a great opportunity here to jump in and just, uh, you know, see how these teams are right. Two weeks down, we have a better idea. There's been a bunch of injuries, how everything's going to play out. So we'll start here with uh, who is this team, especially Chad. What, whose team is that Chad? Uh, let, let's get that name explained real quick. I believe the owner of that team name is Brett Blackwell or Brett McBride. Dealer's choice. Okay. Call him. Yeah, uh, I'm currently in, in the market for a new team name. <laughs> if anyone has any good ideas, let me know. Um, I went for an inside joke from Scott's wedding. And, wow, uh, nothing like a good inside joke that only like maybe one or two people understand, huh? Three people in the league were there, yes. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> the, uh, the the joke here for the rest of us in the league that weren't at the wedding is Brett stands up to make a speech, and it's a lovely speech. It's going smoothly. And then he's at the point where he's kind of rambling without really thinking about the next word that's coming out of his mouth. And he says, uh, Scott, my older brother, Scott, you know, invites me to Jackson Hole and you know, I got to say, the most important person I've ever met in my life was here. And his uh, girlfriend, possibly future fiance, is about one feet away looking at him like, you know, like a like Bambi. Like that is Bambi not at all what mother. happened. And, I said uh, that Scott Brett introduced me to Chad, especially Chad, the, implying the most important person he's met since he moved to Jackson. Especially Chad. Not especially Ashley or Scott, but especially Chad. Well, Scott, you were the whole subject of the story, so, you know. Yeah, you know, it was especially Chad who did it for you. He did steal the show. He stole the show. 
Brett, it was a lovely speech that was ending in the crescendo of you moving on from Scott and Candy's romance into your romance with Ashley. And instead, it was capped off with the uh, the cherry on top of especially Chad. Stealing yeah. Yeah. My mom jumping in definitely stole my move to uh, propose to my girlfriend there at that moment. <laughs> and steal the shine from Scott and Candy. But and, and, unfortunately, and instead, my mom jumped in and said Chad stole the shine uh, from Scott and Candy. She saw the, she saw the case, the, uh, the, 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 he went to Jared Jeweler box popping out of his pocket <laughs> and she had to interject. <laughs> so, so, well, not about of, the team name. Instead of proposing, Brett forgot about Ashley just like he forgot about running backs this year. Ooh, nice, nice transition. Went from uh, Kenyon Drake, who's got what, Brett? Uh, an average of 12 points so far? 13 points? Yeah, 13 points. RB1, huh? That's that's good. Yeah. Yeah, Brett, you clearly did exactly what the experts told you to do, which is take Kenyon Drake without uh, any more thought behind who he is <laughs> and why he sucked so much on the Dolphins. He had a pretty sick end of the year last year, I remember, and recency bias normally wins for me. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, recency bias, like T.Y. Hilton and A.J. Green, like those guys were recently good, right? Like, you know, five years ago. Well, maybe? they're also big names, which are also highly appealing. Oh, it's, yeah. Uh, Brett, I mean, you see my bench? I got Gronk there, bro. Yeah, looking at the <laughs> team, it's clear, Brett, you were dominant at one point in 2016, and you just kind of rode that same team right into this, this season. <laughs> I mean, You're not wrong. But let's let's be real. You do you did have some some bad luck though with this Michael Thomas situation. You you get stoked, Michael Thomas falls to you at nine, and then he's hurt, gets you almost no points. Yeah, bad mistakes last week, not playing Tracon Smith. Smith, but hey, I got the first waiver pick. I got a couple of guys out there that might be uh, scooped up here early, and maybe. Uh, a team, a.k.a. Miles, might need this player I might scoop up. So we'll, we'll see what moves <laughs> might be made. Really? No telling who Brett is going to take on, wa- on waivers? We're really not sure at all. Miles Gaskin seems like the most likely candidate at this point. Absolutely. I, I, I Maybe, just, one, one last point about your team, Brett. I just want to point out, Boston Scott. Now, have you attempted to trade him to – wait. Is someone sorry, sorry, guys. Pizza? No, no, that's the – wait, wait, wait. That is the fantasy alarm – we got to switch teams. Go on to Minshew the man. Oh, so, wow. Let's go ahead and switch. Sorry, you, you had enough. That was the time. Time's up. We can't talk about a team that scored 77 last week for longer than we just did. Very smooth cover, Scott. I know you just burnt a frozen pizza. <laughs> I mean, it's been a while since I've burnt a frozen pizza, but, you know, I'm still uh, 21 inside. So, so Can we, we talk about first things first with Minshew the man, the fact that I cannot choose a Minshew name for my team because Tom is currently taking the Minshew name despite not having him on his team. Does anyone lead harder into the whole, like, I'm so busy routine than Tom? Uh, He's too busy to change his team name. Tom Tom dominates that. Tom doesn't even poop. (laughs) He doesn't doesn't take dumps. He's so busy. Yeah, I mean, the Blackwell, the the typical Blackwell time frame of, like, 20 to 40 minutes in the bathroom – doesn't apply to Tom because he's too busy. So you guys talk to me about my running back situation. Have you seen Tom's? I mean, Peyton Barber as RB2 is is probably worse, actually. Does Tom know this is a PPR league? 
I don't think he does. <laughs> I he reached for D jumped up to get Derrick Henry so early, and Derrick Henry managed against the Jaguars, I'll tell you. He managed to put up what, seventeen points? No, Derrick Henry's a stud. There's no doubt about it. I'm not saying it's not a good one, but yeah, as Chad said, it's PPR. No, he had eight point four last week. Brutal. Yeah, if he doesn't get in the if he doesn't get in the end zone, then his his value is what? RB two at most. Uh, Which, yeah, maybe better than that. But I think um, you know when I look at Tom's team, I he's got four good wide receivers. Uh, he's got he does a absolutely washed up quarterback, and to back him up, he has Baker Mayfield, who doesn't belong on anybody's team. <laughs> so if there is a vulnerable guy for a trade rape, it would be Tom, but he's too busy to look at proposals. Yeah, I mean, way too could, busy could, for that. He could probably use someone like Gardner Minshew on his roster just to show up the team name thing and maybe have to give up a player like Stefan Diggs to get him. But we'll see what happens. Scott, I, I, I don't I want to hear. How... Go ahead. Sorry. I, I want to hear uh, this. This is a, a production value thing. I want to hear some sort of siren or horn whenever one of us drops some mental chum like that. <laughs> the okay. chum bucket alert for our next, for our next podcast. We need the mental chum siren. Yes, that's exactly it. There we go. There we go. That's the the mental chum alarm right there. Also known as a DJ air horn, but that's the DJ chum announcement right there. Chum in the water, boys. Chum is in the water. All right. Who's next? Enough of Tom's pathetic, pathetic core of running backs. Like you said about my team, let's move on. We can't even talk about the fact that Zach Ertz might not be playing for the Eagles in a game or two here. So, all right. Oh, everyone's favorite team right here. I think this one, we might have to do a little double time on this team right here. The the very confusing miles ahead of y'all, not Miles Primison's team to all of our surprise. No, oh, yes. <laughs> uh, he has uh, Miles Sanders as his photo, too, and a very, very dramatic photo of him running. It's like That's... HD quality. Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> he very much likes Miles Sanders. Now, are we going off the ESPN rankings, or are these your personal rankings, Scott? Because I have a very hot take about what team I have at the 8th horse team. Well, this is this is the ESPN rankings. This this team owner is sitting at one and one. Who's an eighth out of tenth? Mm-hmm. Pretty pretty sad start for a defending champion, is what I have to say. I will say tough tough loss last week. Looks like he put up 151 points and lost 151 to 155. So heart wrenching defeat. I mean, to be honest, of all the teams, I got to say that you know his team is on the up and up. I think Kareem Hunt could end up with eight points a game or have a 20 point game. So that's kind of up in the air. And, you know, I hate to say it, but this team I think is on the upper trajectory. I, um, you know, I'm really disappointed at Alton for forgetting that tight end was a member of the league. Chris Herndon and M. God, I can't read this Polish name. Guess Kasiki. He came from the, the Polish football league, the PFL. Gesicki. He transferred from there. Yeah, yeah Gesicki. This guy would have personally beat the Germans. He is a monster. Eight catches, 130 yards, and a touchdown last week. Okay, I just checked the stats. I, I went in too soon on Elton. He's got a good well, he's got a good tight end. Would you want anybody on the Jets right now? That's the real question. Um, definitely the not, worst team in football. Definitely not see Herndon. 
Herndon. Herndon. Her- yeah. Hern- I've never Herndon. heard his name pronounced in an NFL game. So anybody that Sam Darnold's throwing to is bad news. They're a bad football team. They're a very bad football team. I, I do want to make one comment on Alton's team, and that is he has a good combination of the child abuser, Adrian Peterson, the woman <laughs> abuser, Kareem Hunt, and the hybrid of both, the child and the woman abuser, Tyreek Hill. Uh, so having those three. The trifecta. What? He's got the trifecta of child and woman abusers, and so that gives him an upper hand. Yes, he he does, does like his whiskey. Domestic abuse, not far from his alley. <laughs> Is that too far? I'm sorry. Let's. Uh, Are we calling out a domestic that. abuser? Uh, that's a good time to move on. Let's. Uh, what was that sound? Hit the horn! Hit the horn! That was, uh, oh, sorry. My, I, you know, I did the chum air horn, and I meant to do the move on to the next song. Russell Wilson, very wholesome. Last thing I'll say about Alton's team, Mister Unlimited. He's cooking for sure. <laughs> He's All cooking right. for sure. Who's up next, Scott? Okay, who do we have next? Let's see here. We are looking at Team CD's Nuts, which I have to tell you, I it's he finally has a name. He might have gotten it from a website. Oh, he did. It, it's not McFiddle anymore, and that alone makes me kind of happy. I think we all agree that this is everyone's least favorite owner in the league, right? Very <laughs> unlikable. Very unlikable guy. Now, um, let's, without too much about his, this, uh, this owner's character and questionable statements about uh, African-American athletes um, the other day, uh, let's look at uh, – he's got Josh Allen. That's a, been a surprising breakout player this year. Second-ranked quarterback so far this year. He gets those rush yards, and he's been tossing around. Let's see if he can do it against a team that's not the Jets or the Dolphins. Uh, back, back to the race point. Kevin has four <laughs> Caucasian players, uh, four times as many as Alton. Interesting point. Are, he's from he's, – look, he's around from around Boston, big Pats fan, and we know that, you know, the Patriots are big fan of why winning players. So – you know. An honest, honest question here. What is he going to do without Saquon? It's uh, pretty Devon, brutal. Devonta Freeman. Surprise pickup for Kevin. Very proud of himself. He texted us as soon as he did it. Ah, he got picked up by the Giants. I, he, it, he did. showing him as the Giants now. Very nice. Well, mm-hmm. you Projected know, to get 6.9. If the Giants weren't uh, the second worst team in football, then that would be a great pickup. Um, no, I'm sure they'll be in a lot of positive great game scripts where they don't have to throw the ball. And Devonta can take handoffs on the goal line. Like... I, very regularly that'll happen for sure. This guy went rookie. He went very heavy on the rookies with Jerry Judy, J.K. Dobbins, Ooh. Cam Akers, and CeeDee Lamb. Like really hoping one of them pays off. Huh? Oh, Brandon Ayuk too, right? The more you look through this team, the more you wonder about it. Because can Leonard Fournette hold up? I mean, he had that one long run at the end of the game that kind of made his day look a lot better than it was. You're right, and – oh, moving on. Moving on, all right. Ah, I played the wrong sound again. I meant to play the – the the, uh, the – I heard Brett, the, Brett threw a little chum in the water there talking about Leonard Fournette. I, I don't know if that was a, uh, you know, hey, trade me Leonard Fournette or if that was a, you know, what are you doing with this you know, guy? That That is simply I hate Leonard Fournette, so I'm bashing him. Kevin's entire team, other than Kelsey, has never had more than one good season. 
Uh, Odell Beckham had two. He has DJ Chark, who is a quality receiver this year. He's going to keep putting up numbers. This Hot team day. is very likely to hang around the seven spot for the whole season. Just good enough to get some wins, not good enough to, to get anywhere in the top of this league. I agree. Here, here's the mental chum hit the horn. DJ Chark, seven catches through two games of Minshew Mania. Is he becoming an afterthought? Question mark. Ooh, mental chum. Man. Oh, boy. I don't even know what to think myself. I might trade Chad for DJ Chark if that's possible. I'll have to pick him up from Kevin and trade him along. There we go. You you send that my way once you get him. I, will. I think <laughs> Chad's going to stockpile Jaguars and trade him away. Kevin <laughs> did offer me Terry McLaurin for Brandon Ayuk, a guy who got four points last week and is a rookie. So that's probably a great deal. So I might take that. Good deal. One hundred twenty second ranked receiver. Solid, solid play. Solid deal. I'm I'm big on those good deals. Uh, knowing Kevin, this guy will be on his team for five to ten weeks. All right, there's the, the whole alarm. season. Moving on. Moving on. Kind of a weird, weird alarm. I'll have to find a better one. Okay. Who's next? And here we go to the little, little Greasy himself, dude. Another Who's guy with Mahomes, Prince Greasy. Another team name on the website for sure. Uh, although Prince Greasy does insist that this is an original team name. Mahomes, he got that from the State Farm commercial. Yeah, it, it certainly has pieces of others that he's putting together here to come up with his name. I, I did Google Absolutely. it, and I couldn't find it. So, so this team has the pieces to be good, but I don't, I don't know. Do they have what it takes to get to the finish? I mean, Paris Campbell, I think, is out for the season, yet he still has him on his team. Recent injury, if that if that defends him. Let's um, really talk about this, though. Let's talk about the worst decision made, which is panicking after week one and trading away Edelman for Emmanuel Sanders, who had – did he have zero catches? Here's the hottest take. That was a preseason trade. That was – oh, my God. Talk, you're panicking before the season. He had zero catches last night. Last year's number seven wide receiver, Julian Edelman, traded for Emmanuel Sanders and A. Gibson. A. Gibson. Wait, he did He did have one reception for 18 yards. He had 2.8 oh. points. Solid play. Now, and Antonio I, Gibson could be good in a year when he's not a rookie. Yes. Playing with five other running backs on the same team. The classic good next year pickup. Uh, favorite of this league. <laughs> Big on that. He took one from uh, from Team CD's nuts on that one. Yeah, he saw the four and thought, "I need which, myself a rookie." Which strategy is better, the next year or last year? <laughs> <laughs> certainly, certainly the two years ago AJ Green pickup. Yes, yes. <laughs> That's some chum in the water. I think. I I, I don't know, man. I I smell blood. I don't know what's happening. Hey, can someone name me the college of Russell Gage? Uh, can't Google that fast enough to give you a legit answer. No, I've no, I've never heard of him until right this moment. I will not lie to you guys. Louisiana College of the Upper Mississippi. For anybody listening to this podcast, go click on Russell Gage's picture and send this guy a recommendation for a better barber. This is it's one. It's a little crooked. crooked. It's extremely crooked. 
he probably got it right before he, he didn't know team photos were happening. So he rushed to the barber. The barber did a rush job. It wasn't his usual guy. It happens. It, it looks like he it, took his helmet off right before the picture. It looks like Juju Smith Schuster with no money. Oh, Ooh, we deserve a horn for that burn. We need a horn. I'll give you, I'll just give you the chum sound for that. Why not? <laughs> up. Wow. Russell Gage being traded soon and in his starting lineup. Interestingly enough, big Falcons guy though. So not surprising. Also want to point out Aaron Rodgers looks like a guy who kind of works at a grocery store in Jackson hole and lives to ski the past 20 days a year. Yeah. I've heard actually remember uh, one of the Packers used to work out at uh, in Jackson. And I think Aaron Rodgers picked up on that big fan of uh, backcountry skiing up the pass. Aaron Rodgers, uglier with a beard. I can attest. Makes me make, makes me and most other guys more attractive. Not so much Aaron Rodgers. It's a very hot take. Hot take. All right, we got to move on. Next, uh, that's enough uh, time spent with a little greasy. He's greasy enough as it is. Okay. Oh, we have, dude, this is another team that hasn't changed their name year to year but it's just sticking with the classic joke of boner jams. What is a boner jam? I mean, I assume it's some jam you put on your boner, right? Oh. <laughs> I personally would like him to go back to his classic team name that he's had for a year or two, is Ezekiel Ewok. He's, I... dude, is this the biggest fan of Ezekiel Elliott in our league? Does he always get Zeke? Typically, I think three, three of the four years he's had him that I've been like. I think I traded him last year for Dalvin Cook. Yes, you did. That, there was a big Zeke trade. So he had he said Zeke four straight years. Uh, before before Zeke, the man love was directed towards Rob Gronkowski, where beloved team Boner Jams had Gronkowski for three straight seasons. He, you know, oh. he really plays his cards and he sticks to him. I, I got to respect him for that, even though he didn't draft this team. Nope. He still ended up with his guy. You know, when I watched this draft unfold, I saw the guys coming to Gabby, and I said to myself, Gabby would normally pass on that and reach for an A.J. Green type. <laughs> and then, boom, he got Sutton. Then he got Ridley. Then he got Waller. And I was like, damn. Don't, don't worry. He still has Larry Fitzgerald. He did land a, a Fitz. A Fitzy. Larry Fitzgerald's still better than the trade Kevin offered me for the guy who scored four points last week. Fitz at least had 12. Fitz will always have 12. He is, he's like the most consistent player of all time. It's probably what I think is really good about his team is he's keeping Daniel Jones down there just in case the Giants somehow get better. You know, he's a great bench stash, truly. The 27th ring quarterback. I mean, the seven points he had last week, that's worth a stash in my book. <laughs> it would not surprise me if he shares a bye week with whoever Gabby's <laughs> I've got. I got Tom Brady going to the waivers, so if he wants Tom Brady, he should pick that one up. Ooh, hit the chum horn. Hit the oh, chum horn. no. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I like you know, I like great tight end though. Great tight end on the spot. I want to say that. Darren Waller was an impressive performance last night. If there's ever t- a time to trade a tight end, it's watching Darren Waller's comeback from crack addiction and catch 12 passes story repeated 12 times last night. 
That's right. You know know that he did crack? I assume he he did crack. Chat, we went over this. He's rich. He was doing cocaine, for sure. I'm not sure. Well, I guess he wasn't rich at that point. I don't think so. So I think he was doing crack. How much how much money do you need to make a year before it's a guarantee you you can afford unlimited coke? Not even that much. Comparatively. Oh, unlimited coke, sorry. My bad. Um, unlimited. A lot. Unlimited. Yeah, you need to just make uh, enough to have a bad habit. I'm thinking I'm thinking these aren't personal habits. This is let me just go ahead and buy $5,000 a night kind of habit and share it with my crew. Oh, for sure. For sure. His whole crew is probably just they're probably just yoked out of their mind at the house just talking talking about football (laughs) i i envision they run out of money hard and fast still need that coke high and then he tries some crack i think there should be a podcast that makes reckless claims about people (laughs) and say that he was actually addicted to pcp that'll be the after hours podcast yeah we'll have another one after this where we talk about the dirty laundry of the nfl Reckless Claims Podcast, brought to you by Elliot McBride. I, you know, I could see, I could see this, I could see this team owner, Team Boner Jams, making a bold move and starting Cortland Sutton this week. I see that kind of playing out. You never know what could happen. He might have a huge game. Only if his boss asks him to come fellatiate him for seven hours. Uh, <laughs> yes, I think it was fourteen, Chad. Uh, that's seven's Four- giving him a little credit. <laughs> You're right. He couldn't felicitate his boss fast enough, so it took 14 hours. Oof. Oh, boy. All right. Yes. The fellatio that never ends. Is felatiate even a word? I don't know, but <laughs> I, I've just. It is now. By saying it. All right, Scott, hit the alarm. It's on to the next. Uh, all I'm going to say about this team is Tariq Cohen, you're starting him? Really? All right. All right. We're on. We're on. We're on. Before this gets too long and people give up and stop listening. Okay, who we at next? Who's after the boner jams? I think the, it might be one of the best teams. Nope, not yet. Sorry. The fantasy football football's misspelled, by the way. Team Indians. Are we surprised that this owner misspelled his own team name and spelled misspelled the word football? I, I believe that he only had enough characters to fit that in, and the one letter he decided to sacrifice was that extra L. <laughs> That's giving him a lot That's of credit. Guess, though. That is just a guess on my on my end. Strong, strong hunch. Um, yeah, I, I'm mostly impressed. He was able to find the edit team name button. Something that Tom does not have time to do. Not he's still he's still rocking the ESPN helmet logo, so you know that that was as far as he was able to figure it. <laughs> I am wildly confident this is our eighth worst team here, and it is clearly but what a week he had last week though. What a week. He had season highs from T. Boyd, Kamara season high, Prescott season high, uh, Marvin right, Jones I got a, 12 points season high. I got a hot take for you guys. Is Joe Mixon the most overrated player of the last two years? I think the fact that he's considered the most underrated player makes him the most overrated player. Oh, I don't even know what to think about that. If you want – if you want 16 carries for 50 yards 16 times a year, Joe Mixon's your guy. I mean, if you he... want someone to punch a girl in a Pickleman's, Joe Mixon's your guy. Punch her well, too. Knock her down. Did. Knock her out. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was a good punch. So, yeah, when next we time you got in front of me, a Scott's roster, and we think about it, 
Marvin Jones, Todd Gurley, and H. Ruggs, I, 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 are all starters. <laughs> okay. I've never seen a name like, what is the I, I, I for? I don't get it. I don't know how you get a space in your names from being Ruggsy to Ruggs space I, 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 and Todd Gurley, I, I. Kitchen's got the players. He's got a junior, a second, and a third on his team. <laughs> Oh, he needs a little fuller right this moment, we're boys. Getting, we're getting some, you know, kind of Freudian slips coming out there where obviously Scott witches, wishes he was at least Scott Kitchen Jr. And Absolutely. he's not. If there's he ever needs a couple of seniors out there. Sell high on Will Fuller V to this guy. He'll buy. I, I could see it. I could see it. But he believes in Mostert, you know. Mostert, good for us, 80-yard touchdown run a game or like 10 yards. Mostert puts it all on the line for 80 yards and then injures a leg. It's a there tradition like no other. After a long look great. at this team, I have to agree with Chad that this team seems to have peaked in week two. I, I hey. don't see where production is coming from. B. Snell Jr. Uh, I mean, Kamara is a beast. P. Williams. Kamara. Oh, it's coming out of Kamara and, and Kittle, and that's it. Yep. I'm a big fan of him having Miami's third string running back on his team. Uh, Breda, 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 something like no, that. Breda? I'm also a fan of us knowing how to pronounce these guys' names and then screwing them up on purpose. All right. Well, that's enough of that. I don't really <laughs> want to talk about the eighth race team anymore. It seems a little bit boring in my opinion. So let's move on. Scott sucks. <laughs> Worst team for sure. Actually, it might be 10 out of 10, actually. Like 10th ranked team. Okay. Next team we have. Oh, we're getting into the. Now we're getting into the big boys here, right? Getting into the big dogs. In a thin layer. Classic team. Let's talk about that picture. What are we looking at in that little picture there? Who is that? Is that Gabby? (laughs) That that is a guy on top of a mountain with Edward Hilaire face photoshopped on. Did you personally photoshop that on? I did on top of Everest. Yes. Wow, impressive. That's good Photoshop skills, Scott. I'll, I'll do it all. I'll do it all for the league. I'll do it all for the league. Yep. Tom doesn't have time though to <laughs> change his team name away from Minshew the man. <laughs> he's very he's very busy. Very busy. No poops. Very busy. Important yep. important note here with Scott's team. Tyler Higby is the necklace wonder. If, if you haven't, uh, those of you at home, if you haven't looked at his neck, take a look. It is. I, I prefer my tight ends to wide. not any necks. You know, it's, they have a lot better chance of not getting hurt without a neck. The Would one. you put him in the, in the taquito spikes range of necks, or is that. He's, in the, he's definitely going too in the far. Frank Gore taquito spikes echelon okay. of necklace wonders. Another good one. <laughs> Former Jaguar Paul Pluslesny yeah. had a thick neck. Oh my God, that guy's neck was legendary. Brett, re- reaching deep quite there, the, quite the the jawline as well on that man. Reaching deep there for a player that nobody outside of a Jags fan would ever recognize. Well, big Big Ten fans remember him from his Penn State days as well. Any if, Big Ten fans on the podcast, or is that just the crickets I hear? Crickets. Um, I believe Tom. Speaking of necks, most overrated neck in the league, Clyde Edwards Halar necklace. <laughs> He's actually has a loose fitting turtleneck on in this picture. Yeah, it does look very loose, Scott. He's right. That's going to be an issue going forward for him. 
we're looking at probably a couple neck injuries coming up. Several Shit. neck injuries. Certainly a stinger, possibly a C4-C5 <laughs> vertebrae collapse. Yep. What, what's with Kansas City zero. and the turtleneck? Why does Kansas City love the They're the only team who loves the turtleneck. It's my favorite thing they do. I, if, they're not even – like the Packers are in Green Bay. They don't wear turtlenecks like that. If there's yeah, a player – it's, it's a great – if you have a player, Scott, that should be wearing a turtleneck, it's Michael Gallup. He also will have a neck injury due to his giraffe neck. <laughs> I've never seen I've never seen a man who's literally six inches taller than he should be with his neck. Dude, this guy's getting the tops of trees. I mean, he's right. getting up there. Man. Like he's a long ass neck. He probably gets picked early in basketball pickup games because of his height, but then you realize he's got short arms compared to his neck height. <laughs> it's an illusion. Also, uh, one take on this team actually is: Are you planning on using Joshua Kelly going forward? Do you think that he is a long term play? Twenty three touches last week playing Carolina. Hell yeah! We'll Worst see. run defense in the NFL. That team, though, you never know who's going to play. Brett, Brett, when we look at this pathetic roster, there's nobody. There's no, no other option here. Uh, yeah. In Keel Harry. Oh. Uh, Fant Pollard. Ah, yes, he's got Pollard. <laughs> the classic handcuff. The, the, most, the most useless player you could ever have on your roster. I've had him so many times. And he just sits there and you go, oh, he'll hey, play eventually. They and named – They Zeke named a never whole, gets hurt. He's a famous artist, right? Tony Pollard? He did like pointillism, I think. Real well known. We need to have a jokes that bust horn as well. Yeah, that was a <laughs> swing and a miss. Uh, I think I just so hear it. That's it. David Johnson. So, David Johnson should be on the block coming off back to back 11 carry games. Oh, what are you 70 and 30 yards. On here. I, I don't know, guys. Sorry. That's hmm. got to move on to. One of our, fa- I think one of our favorite team names here, just so classic and classy on top of it. Very classy. Man. I mean, as in New York, he embraces the fact that he is the ass man, according to the state of New York. Yeah. Uh, if, if anybody went with the pick guys who were good several years ago method, I'm going to go with Prim Ass Man. Connor, Gordon, Evans, Ingram. Brown, Julio, proven, proven, solid studs from 2018. Yep. Smart yeah, the, the, too. He Sammy Watkins, week two injury. I believe uh, Watkins is severely injured. Every year? I, Every I believe, year, week two, baby. I believe he did get hurt again. Mm-hmm. He is currently he's questionable. Got, he's got to make sure uh, he always has a huge game one. And that way you get real excited about him. And then week two, he's like, I'm out for the season, actually. Yeah. Correct. I hope you traded him, you idiots. I, I just um, love that has two of the Chiefs, like, backup wide receivers, right? It's a great move. Yeah. Great move. It's called well, it's the, also, it's called the stack. Again, you wouldn't understand it. <laughs> let's look at uh, the fact that there is clearly a gaping size hole in his roster from a Carolina running back. Just gaping, 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 and man, whoever has that replacement for McCaffrey, whew, they're one lucky guy. One lucky guy. Who, who will get him in the morning? 
no telling. All right. Yeah, I mean, this team is pretty sad. Huh? We don't really – let's just move along. Yeah, pathetic. Sad. Last but not least. No, definitely least. Don't say that. It's definitely least. Oh, definitely but he's the least. chum daddy. Chum daddy himself. All chum right. Daddy. Chum daddy. Somehow I'm chum daddy. Let you boys go to town. He's thrown enough chum in the water to put himself in the driver's seat at first place. This is exactly where the league wants Chad to be because the minute that he gets cocky, he starts fucking up. We all know this about him. He's a needs a play from behind kind of guy. Chips are chips are down. He he comes up strong. No, this year he's gonna blow it big time. Juju Smith Schuster is gonna get his bike stolen again and go down the dumps. And Julian Edelman <laughs> is unfortunately going to have to take a long break to, for, for Rosh Hashanah. So it's going to be a tough run for these guys. And Hanukkah as well. Don't forget about that. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And so I, I think mm-hmm. that this team, while had a strong start, I think there's a lot of, a lot of tough things going forward for it. I mean, can you trust Josh Jacobs in Las Vegas? I can see him getting a couple of issues with some hookers. I don't know about you guys. I mean, Josh, if you're big hooker concern, big hooker addiction. I, yeah. Let's be real. Darren Waller is going to drag most of that Raiders team down into drug addiction. I mean, yes. cocaine readily available in Vegas, and no way that they avoid it. I don't think we're being too like. I don't think, I don't think we're wrong in saying any of this. I, I think it's all we, justified. We learned that Ray Rice couldn't handle Las Vegas. Antonio mm. Brown couldn't handle Las Vegas. Mm. No telling what happens when you put an entire football team in Las Vegas. Very hot take. I'm on board with it. Mm. All right, also, all right. Honest question. You heard for the, it here uh, first. For the, for the poll, a.k.a. Scott here. Deontay Johnson, how much do we believe that this season is going to be legit? Is he, is he, is he good? Chad's, Chad's clearly buying in. He's been without Kenny Dolladay, A.J. Brown, who's still way overrated, I think. But this kid is going to get him, like, a game with 23 and then a game with five, and that's inevitable. But Chad's okay with that because that's the kind of player Chad is. Chad, Chad, would you call yourself loyal? a boomer bus player? I would say to, to to piggyback off Scott's statement, I'm loyal to my guys, my bros. Uh, Deontay Johnson, not gonna lie, he fell to me. ESPN said pick him, so I took him, and uh, <laughs> I'm gonna ride him. I'm gonna ride that pony to the finish line. I'm yeah. just what I'm most surprised about with this team is. Is Ronald Jones. The question really we're all it's all on our mind is when are you gonna play Ronald Jones at the right time? When no. is he gonna get the carries and not Fournette? Was did I play Ronald Jones last week? Ooh, Good question. Checking the scoreboard. It did. I did. Ronald I don't know. Jones for the Ten win. Points. Nice. Really? All I all I ask for out of Ronald Jones is ten points. That's all he's gonna now, do. And he's gonna do it like most- sixteen times. Most likely to bust on this team, James Robinson, for sure. Oh, hundred percent busting. Times in a row. Undrafted rookie free agent. He's going down. Most likely to be traded on this team within the week. James Robinson. This team's trash. Likely to collapse at least mid-season. Total system meltdown. Cam Newton's going out hurt. Dalvin Cook's going out hurt. Josh Jacobs, cocaine addiction. <laughs> Kenny Galladay, buying too many cars in the, in the Music City there. I mean, he's already Dude, hurt. Bike stolen. Mark Andrews, 
I mean, is there a more plain name than a guy named Mark Andrews? He's got two first names. Very white comment to not give him a character concern. Just want to point that out. <laughs> well, no, he's a known he's, he's a known leader in the locker room. No, <laughs> first guy in the gym, last guy hey, out. Guy. Really hard worker. Mm-hmm. That's Julian Edelman. Let's be real. I gotta say, <laughs> Julian Edelman, you're right. He is pick, but multiple hard workers is just a proven method of fantasy dominance. But then there's Cameron. Enough most... of this. I, I would like to say that I missed the old uh, name of the fantasy league, the Alton George Fantasy League. Because I don't want to be fleeced by a Capice. Is We're this... all getting fleeced by Capices, Brett. Is that an, yeah. an, an what? impediment what is that? to making a Capice trade? Well, Wait, well, that's, the sound. that's the earthquake sound. Looks like we're wrapping up with our uh, analysis for today, boys. I think... Uh, that's going to be it for, for our week early season analysis of, uh, of the Fleecing Capices League. Uh, we take advantage of them, and uh, they give it right up. Uh, hot take here. Hot take for the folks at home on the way out. Team, especially Chad, beats miles ahead of y'all, 127 to 122. Ooh. High-scoring thriller of a game. Steaming right the hot take. With a prediction oh. of score. All right, Bert, what's your hot take of the, going on in the season here? My week three hot take is that Team CD's Nuts will have a good week. A good week. That's Ooh, my prediction. Very hot take. Big week for wow. the, my, the guy who I give a hard time to. I actually believe his team will have a big week. Here, you heard it here first. And I'm, I'm going to go with a season-long take here. Maybe one of the coldest takes, but I can't get over this take because I think it's the most – if I was in Vegas, I'd bet on this every single time. And that is that the fantasy football team Indians finishes exactly where they're raked right now, right at fourth. They're not going any higher. They're not going any lower. They're finishing the season at fourth. Out of the money. Out of the money. That should be Scott's new team name. Out of the money. All right, boys. Well, it's been a great, uh, great time talking with you. Next week, we'll have a special guest, uh, surprise special guest uh, for the league to uh, to get their take on what's going on. So, um, yeah, we should make these a lot shorter next time as well. A lot shorter. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. No one's going to listen to this. Uh, 45 minute podcast we just made, but uh, it was fun talking about, anyways, huh? Absolutely. And if anyone's listening to this, thank you. Good work. And donate to my Venmo account after this. 100 bucks. <laughs> Jeez, that was rough, Scott. That was rough. <laughs> Hit the bad joke horn. Cry that was out. a terrible way to end it. <laughs> Jesus. It sounds about right. So. All right, All right. We'll see you guys. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. See you, Chad. Later, boys. Bye.